Hey everyone, welcome to Astro Numerology, April 2021 edition. How is it already April? I don't know. I feel like we're just talking about the new year. I am here with Felicia Bender, the practical numerologist and Astro Styles official numerologist. Felicia, welcome back and can't wait to talk about yet another month with you. How are you doing? I'm doing well and uh, we are, we are. It's just been, gosh, just like you're saying, I can't believe the time. It's like uh, going by in surreal time somehow. And yet it's going to be a, a very interesting month. Okay. Well, you know, tell us, tell us what you see for the numbers. Well, for the numbers, uh, for those of you who usually listen, we, we talk a little bit about the, the basic energy of the month, right? April is a four month because it's the fourth month of the year. So um, that is the four is all about um, security. It's it's really security driven. It's um, a stabilizing energy, right? It's a time to really focus on some longer range goals and to and to map out how to get there. Um, I was even thinking the other day the interesting element about the four because the four is like a box, right? It is it is it is stable. It hmm. is a systematic foundations. Even if you think about box breathing in in. Um, you know, meditation or to calm ourselves. To what is box breathing? I don't know about that. Oh, no. well, box breathing is, that's a very simple tool. When you're feeling really stressed out, you just stop and do box breathing, which is you breathe in for four, one, two, three, four, and then breathe out one, two, three, mm-hmm. breathe in one, two, three, four, and breathe out one, two, three, four. And you just make a box basically with that. Ah, and okay. it is guaranteed to calm you down okay right to de-stress everything and it's very interesting that it's four why isn't box breathing two two and two or five five and five or three three it's four right mm. and to me it really is very uh very representative metaphorically and almost literally <clears throat> of the energy of the four stabilizing grounding Right. So we have four pillars, we have four elements, we have four, yeah, it's like four corners, four walls. So it makes total sense to me that that metaphor translates to numerology. It's like the structure of the room, the house, the everything. Exactly, exactly. So if we if we keep that in mind that that's the basic flow or the basic energy of April, and yet if we um personalize it to the year of 2021, we add that with the universal uh, year number, which is the number five, 2021, two plus zero plus two plus one equals a five. So that makes our, uh, our universal month number a nine. So the nine, let's look at it, how it really interplays with that four, because the nine, and I'm feeling really... <clears throat> a heightened level of stakes here for Hmm. everyone. And I mean that in the most positive way because the nine is about endings. It's about letting go. It's about wrapping up. It's about, um, you know, it's kind of like a trust fall. Hmm. The magic happens, you know, when you free fall. (laughs) 
and uh, trust that you're you're gonna be you're gonna be caught, you know, before you hit the ground. And it kind of has that feeling sometimes that number nine. And so I would just uh, point everyone in the direction that this is going to be a month where uh, if you have to make a choice between holding on to something <clears throat> and fighting for it or allowing it to to depart, <laughs> you might you might, you know, opt for the departure because it's all about, you know, letting things go that have run their course. You know, as you're saying this, I'm thinking that April, maybe for many of us, the last months of, you know, full on quarantining because in May, there should be enough vaccines, at least here in the U.S. to go around. And we're going to be resuming some of those. I mean, it's already starting. You can see as people are getting more coming out again. And, you know, and while that is great, there's also many aspects of the last year that that I, I hear, you know, there's all these articles coming out about people saying, like, why I don't want to go back to life before. It was like these yes. times that were so harried and busy and you couldn't say no to every invitation. And it was like more and more and more and more and more of this influencer, that person's this workout, you know, it was like you had to be a superhuman. And we all had a chance to kind of go in and return to privacy and, you know, self-sanctity over the last year, despite the messed up things that were happening. And it's like, and, and to think and reflect on how we were abusing the planet and technology and, and ourselves and our souls. So is this nine month going to kind of help us to distill maybe a new, maybe what we're saying goodbye to are some of those old ways that we really want to leave behind for good too. I, I would think very much so. And I, I'm finding that again, we're all in this transitional transformative space. And that is also a very key component to the nine. It's transition, it's transformation. It's, you know, ending something that is a catalyst for a new beginning, right? So, um, so it's going to be a month where maybe things show up where you, I, I think a lot of people are like, I don't even know if I want to go out or if, when I do what, what, how I want to engage with that, how I think just this whole conceptualization of who we are and where we want to be and what we want to do and where we want to go. I know I'm being a little, you know, obtuse here. And yet it's kind of like pointing your viewfinder toward, toward a, a deeper sense of self-actualization. I think we've mm. all had the opportunity to go deep or to, or to uh, deconstruct. Yeah. Right. Well, I, or, well, maybe deconstruct is a good. <laughs> well, it's funny, you, you know, it's is that a nine facet because in a, this month mars will be in gemini in april until uh let's see i think it's the 21st yes until no april 23rd and on the 9th so mars and gemini it moved in there in early march so people are already you can feel that buzz of social activity coming from that you know it's like oh my god people i've discovered you again and and there's this that that even people kind of taking more risks. It's not only because of the vaccine. I also am pointing a finger at Mars and Gemini, but 
it's going to clash with Neptune, which is sort of the nine planet, Neptune in Pisces. So it's like, okay, all these old buzzy routines and habits that we do maybe out of anxiety or instinct are, are meeting with Neptune, which wants us to think from that subconscious space, from that spiritual meditative higher plane. So where do we need boundaries? And, we, and if we aren't putting them up, we will quickly see the, the, you know, what everything that can go wrong with that near April 9th. Yes, absolutely. And really what I would say is it's time really numerologically to let go of what's truly let go of what's no longer relevant with your life or in your life. Mm. Right. And so those things are going to start coming into play a little bit more when things get, you know, uh, when it's, oh, you want to go out to dinner? We can go. And you're like, ah, yes or no. You know, I mean, do I or don't I? So even on the most basic levels, it's that. And then I think everyone is really digging deeply again into a, a deeper level of self-actualization if you're game, you know, if you're game for that. And, um, and so that's going to, and yet understand that this is going to be a month where it's about the, it's about the goodbyes and not about the hellos yet. So have trust <laughs> wow yeah that the, that the hellos and that will be coming into play uh you know um in, in may and beyond um it's not going to be like a magic <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like a magic wand that's going to to get it and you know to get it all on the table in front of you with with clarity and yet uh to allow the things to fall away to fall away it's a, well, you know, and thankfully there are a lot of planets in Aries and Taurus to counterbalance that Great. because, you know, Aries is all about tuning into the self. What do I need? You know, and so if you are, you know, while, while the numbers this month are kind of, you know, helping with goodbyes, I think the Aries will help, you know, get you know, at least excited about the hellos that may be coming in. It'll, it'll, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, let me try this. Let me try that. Things may not stick as much. Um, Taurus season begins on April 19th when the sun goes into Taurus. And that is when we're really thinking about what we value, what we want to spend time and money on, what we want to, how we want to handle the routines in our lives. So rather than just like leaping forward as those planets, you know, being the youngest of the Zodiac, they tend to be more instinctual. And so we have this, it's, this is one month where numerology and astrology are kind of coming from a counterbalance perspective where uh, the planets might be going, hey, hurry up and leap and try it. And, and the numbers are like, whoa, did you think that through though, you know? <laughs> Well, and, and yet let, I would, I would also observe in my opinion that they actually do coalesce in, in a funny way. And, and by that, I mean that, you know, endings are also about what is in my best self-interest. Mm, right? mm -hmm. And so that's a very Aries. Right. That's true. Energy. What and Taurus as well. And yeah, Taurus as well. What is in my self-interest? And that's what I'm going to, and again, it is a collision of when we make this transition and let go, I want to, you know, just, I guess, put more of a highlight on, we are starting something new as we end something always. 
whether we know what it is or not, whether we have clarity exactly around what it is, it is really, it's kind of physics, you know, it's that it's yeah. what has to happen energetically. So the beauty of that is, and I always want to, uh, I, I'm, I'm one of those people who's like, this is never a bad thing. It can have its pain points. Yes, it might be uncomfortable. All of those things that happen when we're going through a transition. And yet at the end of the day, this might be something that you've just been waiting for, right? Right. And, and then sometimes a nine will just nudge it across the finish line, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right. We may not have, I mean, it's a lot of people have been afraid to take those risks or try anything new because of the uncertainty around the pandemic and, you know, just all the anxiety and stress that's been stirred up and the global traumas that we're dealing with and the reckoning around race, you know, that has yet another wave as of March, you know, so, um, you know, with the murders in Atlanta. So here we are with a lot of past that we're still cleaning up. And, you know, it's like that, that, that habit, that old 2019 habit, 2019 was an interesting year because Jupiter was in its home sign of Sagittarius. And this is a Jupiter and Sagittarius are about bigger, more, faster, stronger, maximize, maximize. And, you know, we really did like, I, that year was rough. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to love this. I'm a Sagittarius sun and Jupiter is in my sign, but it was actually like an exhausting year. There was just, mm -hmm. it was like everything just accelerated to the point of, you know, I mean, even in astrology, I think there were more astrology books published that year than there have ever been by major like you know publishing houses astrology wow. exploded and expanded in 2019 so so here so you know and then of course Jupiter goes into fall in Capricorn and hits the brakes and now we're like it's in Jupiter's an Aquarius so I'm just I don't know why I'm talking about Jupiter exactly but you know just that whole what it did over the last two years, specifically in 2019, being home and then being in fall, it's weakened position in 2020. It was like our growth, our, our tolerance for growth seemed never ending. And then we hit the, you know, we're now at that point, we're like, how much, what does, what is growth? What is progress? What does success even mean to me anymore? And, you know, how do I even define that? And, um, Interestingly, Mars, so Mars is in Gemini and we're doing this little buzzy spring fever dance, but on April 23rd, it goes into cancer. And that's when we really take a look at our roots and our foundations, which is very much in alignment with the four energy of the month. So there could be some agitation around how people have not, there may be, that may give us the impetus to kind of make some changes or start talking about changes. Relationships have gone through a lot of shifts over the last year, but yet, you know, people have been stuck together at home. And yes. so. <laughs> yeah. And I would say that this, you know, this month is also to me, it's a kind of fusion of, of transition with your feet on the ground right? Mm -hmm. So it's like not, you know, not being tossed with the, with the, with oh, the yeah, waves, wind. you know, keeping your anchor, keeping your anchor in place. The four is more about anchoring, 
and the nine is about the changes that will come about with that. And let's also do a little sidebar and remember numerologically that we are overarchingly globally all year long in a five universal year. Yes. And so that's I just... think that's also what you're kind of bringing up here within all of this is the container that we're in is everyone want, oh my gosh, everyone wants to travel, wants to get out, wants to have sex, wants to, you know, wants to, to have this sense of freedom because the confinement has been very, very real. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's also at issue here that's coming into play and that's pushing things around a little bit, you know, it feels a little bit like we're you know, pinballs in the pinball machine sometimes right now. With that it style. really does. It really, yeah. really does. Yeah. And all this Aquarian energy this year too is so interesting. So, well, what would you think, do you think people are going to be, you know, a lot of people I know are moving or looking to relocate. Like a lot of people are leaving cities I'm hearing about, you know, the suburbs and smaller cities are getting a, an influx. So influx. People are just, yes. Yes, very much so right now. Uh, the real estate market is wackadoodle uh, everywhere, I think. <laughs> um, and, and all I mean is I think that, again, there's so much up in the air, so much change, so much reevaluation um, on every single realm as we're, as we're our, moving through this. I want to ask you, Felicia, are five years bad years for me I'm not bad but are they are they years where typically it's not a great like let's say you're a hardcore New Yorker and all of a sudden you're like you know life in uh that you know outside in of Dallas Arkansas. yeah life, yeah <laughs> that Arkansas, yeah that little rock suburb is looking really good right now and I think I can get a job there like do you yeah. think it's like um ill-advised to make any major leaps without like it's kind of like try before you buy or take it in take oh, it in it, definitely in. try before you buy I always say kind of the mantra for the five year and whenever it shows up as a cycle like it is now is mm -hmm. have fun but don't put a ring on it okay okay <laughs> not this year so well you know it's like yeah. some couples that I know and it's very you know with all the Aries energy and even even Mars is independent energy going into cancer for uh seven weeks on April 23rd it's like hey let's say you're like pondering separation with someone your relationship has hit a wall it's gotten flat well, maybe instead of selling your house, you should go rent an Airbnb for, you know, a couple months and try living separately and see if like a little space doesn't allow you to have the room to kind of reframe things or reconnect to yourself. You know, this, I don't know. Take some time rather than be impulsive yes. about it. And I think that also I want to be re really, really clear what I just said about not putting a ring on it. I don't want to be misconstrued as saying if you've been in a in an engagement for two years and you're getting married this year, the, the numerology lady said I shouldn't get married. No, no, no. That's not what I said <laughs> in this instance. Right. If you are, uh, you know, in in that um, if you're 
if you have been in a committed relationship, this is, what I'm saying is don't put a ring on it. You met someone on Tinder two weeks ago and you're going to Vegas to, can you even go to Vegas and get married right now? I don't even know. But, Probably, um, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, the drive-by, whatever it is. Maybe they do it through Zoom now. They Maybe they do at the Elvis Chapel. We should look right. at that. What is the answer <laughs> that they can, you can get married at the Elvis Chapel through Zoom. Anyway, I digress. And yet, you probably know, can. You probably yeah. can. And so it's just, it's just kind of getting, don't, in the immediacy of the moment, don't do something kind of silly. But if you have been in this committed relationship, or let's say you've been teetering on divorce for a little while now, for a couple of years, it wouldn't be impulsive to make that move, to make that separation. So, you know, it, it really is dependent on, again, your, your individual situation. And can a nine month be very spiritually illuminating anyways? Like you really are in touch with your guides, right? So if they're saying head to that Zoom chapel, you know? <laughs> what I also say about the nine is it, it's a wonderful, because the nine because the nine is the number, in my opinion, of universal wisdom, not only humanitarianism mm. and, and compassion and all of those things. So also it's a, it's a wonderful uh, month to turn your, you know, to turn your energies toward or your direction toward giving in whatever way mm. that you mm -hmm. feel compelled to, you know, yeah, and wanting to. Uh, give more to a charity or actually do something uh, in that in that realm. Um, all of the things going on right now with with all of these causes to get involved in something that you feel strongly about to to do that. So when we direct our energy toward selfless service on some uh, level, yeah. it's really uh, moves that energy in in the proper course and in the proper direction. It's a good place to put it too when you're, you know, feeling stuck in your personal life, you know, that, mm -hmm. that giving it away and taking that focus off of yourself. And, and it's fun, you know, with Aries, Aries, it's funny, Aries is a mixed uh, bag because there is this side of Aries energy that turns everyone into a bit of an attention whore. However, it's also about that trailblazing leadership. So, you know, like you see something that needs to be done and you act on it. You don't wait, you don't ask for permission, you don't try to follow protocol. You're just the renegade and you go and you do it and you fix it and you do it, it's got to be done. And so, you know, I can see a lot of that coming up for people too. Also, um, yeah, it's it's a that Mars-Neptune square of April 9th, it's like, that only happens every two years. And it's it's a chance to kind of evaluate what was going on to, you know, in spring of 2019. This and they were in the same signs then in Gemini and Mars and Gemini and Neptune and Pisces. It's like, who are the people that you want to keep close to you? As who are the ones whose calls and texts, you know, you're gonna keep on answering. And we've all sort of whittled down our our social circles a lot too many of us most of us and there's something really nice about the intimacy that was gained from that so absolutely absolutely 
And you know what's interesting, and and you know, call me out on this if I'm wrong, because you're the astro you're you're the astrologer, and I am not. I don't I know. I I go to you and Opie for my <laughs> astrology wisdom. I I know just enough to be dangerous, and yet, um. So for me though, it's very interesting this year because last year and even before it was such a cacophony of astrology going on. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, so much action yeah. and happening and all of the all of the eclipses and all of the everything to take and now we're kind of in this more i don't know a little more of a of a less dramatic astrology 2020 was a doozy of a year i mean it was like when we sat down to write our annual book it was like wtf this is going to take so long and it did but it was also like how are we going to cover all this it's like saturn and pluto conjunct jupiter and pluto conjunct three times mars and aries and retrograde venus retrograde eclipses the no the nodes changed i mean it was utter chaos there were things that hadn't happened since the 1200s since 1518 um 2020 was a much calmer year astrologically, but we do have, there's like these three disruptive Saturn Uranus squares. Those are big deal things this year. Saturn being the old guard planet and then the boundaries and Uranus being the um, rabble rouser change maker, but they're both in like signs that suppress their natural flow. So it's like, <laughs> of course. You know, it's like, it's like two steps forward, one step back, mm -hmm. you know, all these, the, you know, the storming of the Capitol. I mean, I don't think we're done seeing these radical outbursts, but I'm glad that we're moving into more Aquarian. There's a lot more Aquarius energy this year. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's, it's, and, and 2022 is a bit calmer as well, although there's still some, there's some intense things happening with Pluto, but mm -hmm. You know, we'll get to that later. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it's just, it's kind of nice because as we have these conversations monthly, it's nice that there's not so much, you know, drama. I mean, to, to just be talking about the intricacies that it's a little bit more like, oh, I can kind of breathe through this and I can kind of see it in a little more, not simplistic, but a little. Well, it's a year of the metal ox, you know, as of uh, February. I think it was the ninth or ninth, tenth, or eleventh. I don't know. My my ability to catalog exact days today is so off. But <laughs> it was right around there with the new moon. Mm -hmm. um, also, twenty twenty was the year of the rat, and we have a plague. Go figure. The year of the metal ox. Metal as an element is much about structure. It's a sort of restrained, rigid energy, and the ox is the worker. But I think. Uh, oxen are yoked together in pairs so it's like how do we work together how do we plow the field bit by bit and together something done yeah yeah get it done. it's a little bit boring and it, it's like again it's good to have that with the five years so I think this is the big this is the big question of April if we can encapsulate in any way that's kind of arising is like mm -hmm. Where do I need excitement? And where am I okay with keeping things boring? Where is right. it, you know, where do I want to let go of 
the frenetic pace and where have I maybe where do I need to pick it up a little where am I got have I gotten a little lazy or sedentary or stuck yes yes absolutely and I would just say you know numerologically it is it's going to be that transition with your feet on the ground with some stability there with some anchoring um, and to be a little more sensible about what's going on around you and um, measured about how these how whatever transition you're experiencing, whether, and I would say, you know, it can be job, it can be relationship, it can be health, all, you know, any of those key players that we are always dealing with in our life uh, will come up to, you know, make, uh, have a tipping point, have a turning point, have something uh, that is going to shift um, a little more dramatically than yeah, and then the last question I have about that is so four is kind of, you know, April being the fourth month. So four wants security, stability. What if you have so much, what if you're clinging to old, will the nine help you to kind of, if you're finding your security in things that are stunting your spiritual growth, yes. will this nine energy and the Aries certainly will, Aries sun, like oh, yes. pull, up, and, pull you up like yeah. Dorothy from, you know, drop yeah, you in Oz? nine and the and the aries will will garner their forces and say ah ping you know they're mm -hmm. gonna they're gonna you know they're gonna pinch you and nudge you and push you and you know depending on how um you know you know what i'm talking about we we get those small messages until we get the cosmic two by four right <laughs> so. yeah well you know people have had kind of a lot of opportunity to do things secretly while masked and, you know, out of communication over the last year and, and discovered parts of themselves that, you know, maybe they were repressing or didn't know were there. And, hey, maybe you want to actually bring that part of your identity into the fore, but you have yes. to let go of some old things. Well, May will be a one month, right? So yes, that'll so be a time, which is, so perfectly in alignment with like all the vaccinations and people coming back out so if if your april finds you crying sobbing clutching on you know going through those or or calmly you know <laughs> right it's a new dawn it's a new day you know, <laughs> coming in coming in and, and next month and it's all you know it's all in good timing and it's all in the flow right so it's just a matter of you know, moving through it with a sense of trust and a sense of confidence there. So Great. I think that it's going to be a, a fun thing to, to reconvene with all of you out there next month and see uh, what this month brought to you. I'll, I'll keep my psychic scissors handy. Well, thank you, Felicia. It's always awesome to like go through the months with you. And, and then as we do, I'll just watch it unfold exactly as as predicted so many times do you have any any special offers going on right now that you wanted to or are you doing any classes or readings yeah <clears throat> i actually am doing readings i will always do sessions and yet um i do have a april 11th uh, uh an advanced numerology retreat it's going to be a limited to 10 people so it'll be a a three hour one one day um so where we'll have 15 minutes of one-on-one -on -one with me and then a Q and A with the group. So oh, cool. 
you're interested in that at all and you know your basics around numerology, this might be a really fun in-depth uh, endeavor for you. So you just go to feliciabender.com and take a look and you can see if it's something you'd be interested in. Yeah, your site is looking great. And I can't say enough glowing things about getting a reading with Felicia. It is, you are my clarifying oracle uh, for so many life passages. In fact, you just let me know that I'm in a karmic cycle for the next year and a half and I'm really feeling it, you know? Uh, so here we go. It's like, yeah. it's so nice to know and to, to be prepared so you can move with the current of the energy, not to be, not to be afraid of it, but to actually, you know, plan your life accordingly. That's the beauty of the stars and the numbers. So thanks I for hanging so out too. with us again, right? Yes. Right? Thank you. You know, I think uh, very much just a, you tweaked my, my a moment for me is yes. I truly do believe that we control our own reality, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. The numbers, the astrology does not. It right. just informs us. It gives us opportunities. It guides us. And yet uh, we, we have, to, we have, again, decision-making and choice and control over our reality. I think that's always really important to remind ourselves. So, Yeah, we've been working with uh, two amazing evolutionary astrologers. And I realized, I, I, that, you know what? I am an evolutionary astrologer. Stephen Forrest, who's, uh, you know, one of the, he's a legend in the field. And Ricky Williams, who's a former NFL star turned stargazer, mm -hmm. we're actually developing an app together, a relationship app called Leela. And you can find out about it at heylila.com if you want to be part of beta testing it as it develops. And it's for people in all stages of relationships who want to meet other people who are interested in stargazing and spiritual things. But uh, evolutionary astrology, or probably an evolutionary numerologist, is, you know, it's yes. like, the sky is a map of what's happening down here on earth, but we're working in tandem with it. We always have free will mm -hmm. and the stars and are just and numbers are just showing us the lessons that are before us, but we have a choice in how we're going to greet them and that they're meant to help us grow and evolve. They're not some set destiny. No, and, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, more of that as we go along. I think it's really important to remind ourselves of that. Um, Absolutely. And that, every, and that everyone's achievement on their path is very, very individual. You can have the exact same astrology, exact same numerology as somebody else, and yours will be absolutely uniquely yours. And we, me and Ophia's twins are proof of that. So yes. Yes. Well, we'll be back in May with some exciting one month action. So you know what? keep it, save it up till then and <laughs> get ready to break free. Um, we will uh, talk to you guys then. And uh, for more, go to astrostyle.com slash numerology and find out all about stars and numbers. Bye everyone.